Hello and welcome to episode 28.5 of the Never Heard of It podcast. Uh, I am Craig Moorhead. Hey, and I'm Sean Harwell. And yes, these are the bi-weekly mini episodes that we do where we talk kind of briefly about some stuff that's in the news from the entertainment industry. Um, some stuff that'll be familiar to you probably in the coming months or days or weeks. And then maybe some stuff that, uh, you know, is not the biggest headline, but that's interesting to us. That's absolutely right, Sean. Uh, and also, just in case you missed it, our last episode was about the uh, movie Bound. We had some special guests on. Uh, there's mm-hmm. some of our some of the wives in our group here, some of our sister wives. That sounded like we were like <laughs> in a bad. compound of some kind. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, 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 it was a great episode. So please, uh, you know, you can scroll back and listen to that right after you listen to this amazing cast. That's right. And if you want to find more of us on the internet. Go check us out at NeverHeardPodcast.com. And as always, we do appreciate an iTunes review like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Craig. Sean. I just read something 15 minutes ago that has shaken my world slightly. Okay. Shaking sh- it, but just a little. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to share this with you, okay? Sure. Now, this is, I'm going to preface this by saying this is coming from a website called birthmoviesdeath.com. I know and it. And this is all, you do know it? I'm, I'm quite familiar with it. I, I, oh, okay. I read that uh, frequently. They, they, they used to be home to uh, Film Crit Hulk, if, uh, if I'm correct. Okay. And I've enjoyed many of his uh, wonderful musings. So this, okay, automatically this gives us more credibility. I wasn't that familiar with him. Oh. The headline is simply this, surprise, John Turturro is currently filming a Big Lebowski spinoff. And <laughs> yes, huh. uh, we're on the street is, this is a, Jesus Quintana is coming back in a very strange way. This is the article. And uh, this, this is nuts, man. It's, they're saying they got sources. They don't link to the sources, but that there's a movie called Going Places, which I think Turturro himself is directing. Mm-hmm. is currently filming and not only is he playing his character jesus quintana from the big lebowski but this is actually a remake of a french sex farce wow that's not like i said sex farts that yeah, we've talked about farts. that before in a previous podcast this we did you can go sex. back to two faces of january <laughs> is that what it was? if you want to hear okay. about sex farts <laughs> which everybody does <laughs> sex yeah. farce mm-hmm. um the film in question was 1974's Les Valzuses. Oh. Um, hey, and great I think pronunciation, it, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, I think I kind of mm-hmm. nailed it. Uh, and it sounds like it's essentially about two men competing to give a woman her first orgasm. And the other man in this instance would be uh, Bobby Cannavale from... Uh, he was just on vinyl and he's been in a ton of things. Win-win. He's a great actor. Uh, what do you think about this? Uh, if true. Man, I don't know what to think about it. I mean... You know, I mean, uh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yes, I didn't know. This, okay, let me tell you too, it's, it sounds like from their article that the Coen brothers are, are probably not involved. Right. Maybe they have, you know, you'd like to think that with Totoro being obviously close to them. Right. He at least has their approval to continue this character. But, uh, yeah, what do you think? Man, I mean, it, it, it's it's certainly a neat idea. It's tough because, yeah, I would be so much more excited if it was the Coen brothers doing it because even then it would be a little confusing. Right. 
<laughs> but I mean, but Totoro's been, you know, he, he's directed a fair number of things. I, I don't, I haven't necessarily seen them, but he's he certainly seems serious about that. Uh, man, I mean, I have I have no idea what to think about that. That is, right, I know. like, like if it was hard, if it was right in front of you right now, Sean, if you could walk into a theater and watch that movie right now, would you do it? Yeah, definitely. Okay, for sure. Um, all things being equal, yeah, I would. And I, I kind of, I was a just trying to think: is there precedent for this? Is there another movie that's kind of done the spinoff thing in a completely different way? Yeah. I'm sure there is not maybe not necessarily by remaking another movie that's not at all connected yeah. um, to what we know that character from is. But I'm also thinking, well, maybe that's maybe this is crazy enough that that's the way you want to do it, because in a lot of ways, I, I think we could sit here and say, oh, wouldn't we love a Big Lebowski sequel? And then they would make one and you'd be like, ah, yeah, maybe I didn't need a Big Lebowski <laughs> sequel. Yeah, that happens a lot, you know? Yeah, it um, does. And or even just some some weird kind of continuation of the story via um, a side character like this. So so I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something just crazy enough about this that it would work. And he's such a um, a likably unlikable character in that yeah. movie. He's a pederant yeah. for God's sake. Um, it it really makes you wonder, like how is it is it really going to maintain everything about that character? Well, then um, there's so little about that character that we know other than the fact that he's into eight-year-olds and he yeah. likes to bowl. You could kind of do anything. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. True. But but do, do I want to cheer him on to to, to win an <laughs> orgasm contest? I only want to cheer him Ew. on the Wigmore bowling balls. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, crap, I just closed the article. I think Susan Sarandon is in it, but I don't know if she's the girl in question. I don't think she's... Nec- oh, Audrey Tattoo. Um, of Amelie Fane. Yeah, she is the woman, I think, in question that they're well, trying to bring to orgasm. Let me ask you a question, a serious question. Uh-oh. Is he definitely a pederast, or 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 was <laughs> yeah, that he, just remember? conjecture on the parts of... I think there there was definitely that one quick that flash. Was. No, but oh, there's that oh, flash to him going door to door. Remember, like he's ringing the doorbell. It's just but like one quick there, cut. Oh, yeah, because he has to go around and tell... I, it could be their, their Ooh, it could be, be in their to heads. See how this one comes out, yeah, yeah. Maybe he just, you know, mentions that on the slide because I think this takes place years later. So uh, yeah, you know, there's some dark stuff in my past, and he just leaves it at that. Maybe, or maybe he meets her <laughs> while he's going door to door in a new neighborhood. Could be. That seems romantic. Yeah, that's a good rom com setup. Mm. I think uh, little children did something like that, but anyway, right. <laughs> Well, that's a great well, opener, man. That was a that was quite a surprise, quite a news yeah. bomb. Well, I got one other little tidbit of remake news, and yes. um, I had heard about this before, but I hadn't thought about it in a while. But apparently, uh, the the Clue remake, um, yeah, of the beloved '80s movie, is is back in the news, and it sounds like it's it's just at the very least landed at Fox. Um from a different studio or wherever it was set up previously. Really no other details beyond that. I, I definitely remember this movie fondly as a kid. I have no idea if it holds up. But one thing I was really surprised about in this Variety article, it kind of just ends with them, with them saying that, the, you know, the original film grossed less than $15 million. Yeah. 
which it seems was not absurd a hit. It was definitely not a hit, <laughs> as not. I remember. I saw it in the theaters. Yeah. And I mean, there's brilliant stuff in it. I mean, yeah, that, right. That's going to be the tough thing about this one in particular, because I feel like are are, are they you know they're they're playing it off of of people sort of cult film uh, sentimentality maybe that that because i mean there's not a huge fan base i don't think for this movie no you i know? think there's a lot of people our age that no doubt saw it on video right uh, i think it had a shelf life on vhs for sure but i don't feel like even beyond that like i don't feel like it's one that just popped up on cable all the time right. or you know definitely was not one that everybody was clamoring for on dvd i doubt no. um and blu-ray so yeah i think y- you're bringing up a very good point like Clearly, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna have to like really cast the hell out of that. Yeah, it's gonna have to be amazing because I mean that cast was it's really good, just yeah. amazing. Like the 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 people they had together on that, man, yeah, yeah. And it was still and kind what of a you, dog, but like they, you know, the people in it right. really saved it. I feel like, and they have to keep the the gimmick of the multiple endings. I hope so. Actually, I hope they find a, a new and interesting way to do that. I was going to say, how do you update that exactly? Yeah. I always wondered if people stayed away from the movie because of the multiple endings. Like they were kind of like, oh, I don't want to go see this movie three times. Well, and, and yeah, movies are so expensive now too. It's like, exactly. are you really going to pay? Maybe they give you like a discount. I, you know, here's what they'll do is they'll, they'll show one ending and they're like, or it could have happened like this. Go yeah, to, like it is on the go video, to fox.com backslash clue ending C. Yeah. <laughs> and type well, in this code. Yeah. And I wonder maybe the digital projection gives you the benefit of they could have all the multiple endings there. Do you vote it, for the, the ending? You yeah, want? that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you actually have the projectionist in the booth paying attention and then they sort of tally or they do some sort of automatic oh. thing yeah, via it's, computer. You it's vote totally, with an yeah. app in the movie. And then that ending shows up. Yeah. That's the way to do it. If they don't do that, then what's the point of remaking this movie? <laughs> Seriously, like, what is the point? Like, you yeah, might as well do something right. fun. I would go see it then for sure. Yeah? I don't know. I don't know. You're Two. not going to go see that. I might not go see it. I didn't see the first one. But then I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, you're also, what we're describing is like voting for American Idol, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the novelty yeah, I mean, of that is, <laughs> yeah, maybe is just because you're doing it in a theater, you know, it's like, oh, okay, this is new. Yeah. Right. It's it's uh, it's not my job to find out what your ending is. Like, you just, you give me the ending. I paid the money. Right. So now make it good. Well, I hope it makes more than $15 million this time, whatever it is. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I, I, I wish them it's the best. Cost a lot I really more hope that. They, yeah, they get an amazing writer on it, some great cast. It could be a lot of fun. Well, uh, let me throw one more uh, thing out there. Just because it's it. an odd item. I, don't really, I can't really go too deeply on this because there's not much there. But I'm very puzzled by this. Maybe there is more. I've just scratched the surface. But Sean, there's a movie that's coming out. There's a trailer up on Apple Trailers now for this movie called This Last Lonely Place. That's right. And sent me this. It has a, a, a certainly a fair cast. I can't remember all their names, but there's it's actors that I've seen <laughs> a fair cast. Right. I can't remember all their names, but there's it's actors that I've seen before. They seem to be doing just fine. Um, here's the thing, though. Uh, on, on the on the page, prominently displayed, 
it sort of seems like this is the selling point of the movie, is that this movie was executive produced by the estate of Humphrey Bogart. And I have no idea what that is supposed to mean. I watched the trailer and I still felt like I didn't understand what that meant. Like, what, what is that supposed to mean to me? So then, I, so then I went looking online to find out this crazy story about this movie that was probably right. always Humphrey Bogart's, like, this script that he always wanted to make and he just couldn't and they finally made it. But no, it's just like, in Deadline, there's just like an announcement like, hey, uh, the, the estate of Humphrey Bogart is going to produce this movie. And, and the thing is, I was confused, Sean, because of this. Recently, there was a Criterion Collection release. And I could have sworn the name of it was This Last Lonely Place. And I was okay. like, oh, they remade it? That's what I was going to say. Produced like, it? Uh, that would make the only thing that makes sense to me about it in that regard would be a remake, right? Right. But no, okay. the movie on Criterion is called In a Lonely Place. It doesn't seem to have anything to do with the trailer that I've watched. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm confused by the selling point. Like, otherwise, it just seems like any other, you know, sort of indie movie that's, you know, trying to get a piece of, like, the, the thriller suspense pie, maybe. Um, but it's just interesting. What's your takeaway from this? Yeah, I mean, my first thought was just, like, yeah, how does an entity produce something? I mean, yeah. you know, other than just saying an actual production company. I mean, I'm looking here at Deadline.com, and this is saying the Humphrey Bogart estate is co-managed by Robert DeClerc and Stephen Humphrey Bogart, son of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. But yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> just just put, yeah, produced by Robert DeClerc and Stephen and Humphrey Bogart, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't I mean, know that, that anything beyond that means anything different to me as a, as a right. film goer. Well, I will say this about it. It got us talking about certainly <laughs> about did the movie, which I had no otherwise no knowledge of whatsoever. Um, yeah. So you know, if every you know you take every advantage that you can get to kind of grab some sort of attention in the marketplace, and maybe that's the only sort of angle that they had on this. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk box office. Well, as we correctly predicted mm. every other previous week, <laughs> <laughs> now's a good time to look at what's coming out this weekend. Yes. Which is the weekend of, because we record these slightly in advance. If you're wondering why we didn't pick up on the fact that Pete's Dragon didn't even end the weekend before we <laughs> predicted it to be in first place <laughs> as, a, as a holdover. Right. I didn't say we. I thought, well, we both did, didn't we? Yeah, uh, um, and just for the record, Pete's Dragon was robbed. Pete's Dragon was robbed. We just haven't seen it, but we know it was robbed. Definitely robbed. Um, so yeah, this, this, this is the weekend of September 2nd. We're doing it a little bit in advance. But that said, I, I think this weekend maybe is a little... Um, it's a little more difficult because the films are a little smaller, I think. But maybe that means we can find the obvious winner from a previous week. So September 2nd, you've got The Light Between Oceans, which is a new film from Derek Chien France, the director of Blue Valentine and The Place Beyond the Pines. Stars Michael Fassbender, Alicia Vikander, Rachel Weiss, etc. Uh, looks like heavy kind of art house drama. Definitely, I would imagine, would be an awards contention sure. for some of the various people involved. I have not watched the trailer yet. You did? I did. 
Excited about it? Uh, I don't know how excited I am about it. It's it's one yeah. that I'll definitely keep an eye on and just see if I don't know it starts to get a little more uh, 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 notice or people keep talking about it or it just falls in my lap. I don't know. There's a very interesting twist in the middle. If you watch the trailer, uh, basically what it is is it's these two people. Uh, they seem to love each other very much. And then one day, this rowboat rows ashore at their little beach uh, hideaway, wherever it is they are. And inside that rowboat is a baby. And uh, so then they ra- start raising this baby. Mm-hmm. And it looks like about four or five, maybe six years into this baby's life, they meet a woman uh, and find out that uh, five, six, seven years ago, she lost her daughter in a shipwreck. Like mm-hmm. she and her husband survived, but their daughter was lost at sea and you know it was sort of nearby where they found this baby and you know uh basically meaning uh hey i think this baby is that woman's so now you have someone who's been your child for six or seven years and now you're faced with this idea of you know giving up that child right seems like a lot of meat there seems like a pretty tough spot uh so definitely i'm intrigued by that plot yeah i'm i'm a for sure fan of that filmmaker so i think you know he could he could definitely make a, a real meal out of that um in addition we have a movie here called solace which has a date of 2015 so maybe it's it's one that didn't quite make it out and i feel like craig this even just looking at the poster is like the one of the perfect never heard of it movies like in my opinion because <laughs> you've got okay first of all it's a psychic works with the fbi in order to hunt down a serial killer Mm-hmm. I somehow feel like I've seen that before already. Sure. Uh, but we got Anthony Hopkins, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Abby Cornish, Colin Farrell, all successful actors in their own right. Some big names there. And yet it, it does, it just like, just that poster just kind of looks like it's being dumped on the marketplace. Right. Which, as you know, are some of my favorite movies. Oh, um, and then we've got Skip Trace, which is an action comedy. Um, which basically all you need to know is is directed by Rooney Harlan and stars Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville. So wow. I don't know. Yeah, that could definitely uh, satisfy some Rush Hour fans, if nothing else. Indeed. And I think that's pretty much it for this week. Well, it's not. I'll tell you what. There are two other movies. Oh, tell me then. Yoga Hosers will be unleashed oh, okay. on the world, as will a movie called Morgan, uh, which has also looked uh, pretty interesting. Now, what's Morgan? Now, Morgan, let me read the premise. Corporate risk management consultant Lee Weathers has to determine whether or not to terminate the life of an artificial being that was created in the corporation's laboratory. That's the worst wow. synopsis of that movie. No, it's... it's <laughs> well, it sounds interesting to me. Yeah. It, it, no, I mean, that that's somewhat interesting, but the trailer, I think, is a lot more interesting than that. Um, I wish I had a better synopsis because now I I would just stumble around the whole time. But it's it's basically this idea of like... You know, yeah, is is this thing a monster or not, and should mm-hmm. we destroy it and all that stuff? It's uh, it looks very interesting. I mean, yoga hosers potentially, depending on how many screens it's on, it could definitely be in play. And then, you know, I think the previous weekend, uh, we'll have seen, um, uh, Bloodfather, the Mel Gibson action movie, Hands oh, of Stone, yeah. that boxing movie with De Niro. Those are all out. Um, don't breathe. A couple, which yeah, I have high don't, hopes don't breathe. for. Yeah, and I, I suspect that's going to do well, also. So I don't know. What do you, man? I, I'm not sure. Uh, you've got another mechanic movie with Jason Statham that's right. hanging around. Uh, Jessica Alba, our friend from The Veil, and Tommy Lee Jones are in that one. Um, 
Well, you know, where man. do you start predicting? <laughs> so yeah, so so we're saying who's number one 2nd. at the end of this weekend, right? Right. Um. Jeez. <laughs> That's why I'm making you go first. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna say Pete's Dragon <laughs> came yeah, from behind. This, this, <laughs> I would love that. It took a month, but people finally right. got around. People really to watch started it. discovering it. Yeah. Once the kids were back in school. Man, I mean that's tough. Like you know, you know, some of this stuff has to sort of be pushing up to the top. I kind of feel like people are getting in the mood for scarier stuff. I totally agree. Going into it's, into September, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that don't don't breathe had a great weekend, mm-hmm. and it kind of shot up there. And everybody was like, oh, I want some more scary stuff. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna straight up say that Morgan, if not number one, will come in number two. Wow. And if it comes in number two, it's either coming in number two to Suicide Squad or War Dogs. Man, you were hanging on to the Suicide Squad's thing. I don't know. That thing still took a hit already last weekend, but we'll see. Um, I think that's valid. I think those are very valid guesses. I'm going to say, ah, crapola. I want to say that either the mechanic movie or Bloodfather are going to perform well. Well enough right. to hang on two weekends in a row? I don't know with a horror movie floating around. Crap, I'm yeah, tough. You know what? I'm going to pick a di- I'm going to go with Don't Breathe. I'm going to All right. I'm going to trump your horror card with a different horror wow. card. Wow. So you think <laughs> Don't that? Breathe is going to be Number one at the end of the September second weekend. Two two weeks in a row. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> I love that premise. I can't tell you how much not I love gonna that happen. premise. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds cool. It does. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say it hangs on. I think you're right. The hard market is is primed and pumped. People are back in school. College kids are there. They're gonna go. I think of the new releases, I think Skip Trace is gonna land in the top five. Skip Trace, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's that's the Rennie Harlan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. I'll even say I'll say number three, <laughs> and the rest will just you fill in the blanks. It's like Mad Libs, okay. you know, whatever. I don't. I, I would love for the Light Between Oceans to to do it, but right. I don't. I don't see it happening. I don't know, and I suspect that's going to be a somewhat smaller release. But mm-hmm. anyway, I think that's as good of an educated guess as I can make this week. All right. Well, I it's think tough. that's good. I think. I think. Yeah, it is a tough one. Uh, but I think that's good work, Sean. Good thinking, good Thank uh, you. analysis. Oh, thanks, Greg. All right, well, that'll do it uh, for 28.5. You've got all the information you need. Now you can go out and uh, amaze your friends <laughs> with all the knowledge you've attained. Uh, do please place financial bets based on yes. what we're saying here. Yes. And if you have any extra time, uh, listen to some of our, our, our older podcasts. They're pretty good. Uh, maybe yeah. subscribe to that stuff and tell your friends about it. We're fun, right? We're good enough yeah, for your, your friends. Your friends sure. will like us. Yeah. Yeah. So come, come back next week and we're going to be talking about, it had to happen. We watched a James Franco directed film, yes. Child of God. It's on Netflix right now. It's the Cormac McCarthy adaptation. We got a very special guest in writer, director, actor. He's a multi-hyphenate and he tells a great story about being a PA Bob Hardison yes. um, of Angry White Man. So, so come back for that. It's, it's going to be a fun time. Absolutely. Uh, and until then, uh, keep watching movies. 
with your eyes. 